Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. I'd like to thank you for listening. I hope that you enjoy the review. If you do, I do encourage you to check out that website for more of my reviews, 3,800 to choose from at Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. The review today is going to be I Saw the Light. It's a drama, a biopic about Hank Williams. It's rated R because of some language and brief sexuality and nudity. It runs two hours and three minutes, and the main star, as Hank Williams, is Tom Hiddleston. His first wife, Audrey, is played by Elizabeth Olsen. It also features supporting roles for Bradley Whitford, Cherry Jones, Maddie Hassan, and Ren Schmidt. The director is Mark Abraham, who also writes the screenplay, drawing anecdotal material out of the book Hank Williams, The Biography, written by Colin Escott, along with George Merritt and William McEwen. In I Saw the Light, Tom Hiddleston stars as that country music legend Hiram King, a.k.a. Hank Williams, in this biopic on his short life, his several loves, and his influential career. Williams crafted such country classics as Hey Good Lookin', Move It On Over, and the posthumously released gem Your Cheatin' Heart. The film starts with a quickie marriage between Williams and his first wife, Audrey Mae Shepard, at the age of 21. Williams and his band would soon start their career playing for local radio, where he ended up not lasting that long due to butting heads with the staff there. And that fan base that he gained from the show led him to take his show on the road. Williams eventually landed a recording contract where he would become a national sensation, and that made him in high demand. He would tour throughout the late 1940s and into the 1950s. But with success comes a dark side. It's fueled by alcoholism, womanizing, chronic spina bifida, and ultimately a failing marriage. As a film, I Saw the Light suffers from a curious lack of thematic through line that could make this life of a storied singer and songwriter an insightful drama. It's directed in a rather stodgy and stuffy fashion by Mark Abraham, who adapted the biography into a screenplay. His film covers a few of the more interesting elements in the life of Hank Williams, but it does fail to make the man sympathetic or relatable enough to care about what happens to him. Hank Williams in this film feels more like a vessel that coasts through various events of a life without the passion or the interest that one might normally expect from someone who soared from obscurity as a poor boy in rural Alabama to ultimately playing the mecca of country music, the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, while at the top of the country music charts in just a few short years. The film ultimately makes his life seem like a boring and troubled one, full of mostly self-inflicted misery. My rule of thumb when it comes to music biopics is that if you were to remove the concert performances from the film, would it still be an interesting story to follow? While a legendary and influential performer like Hank Williams is certainly worthy of dramatizing for a big screen film, unfortunately Mark Abraham can't find a way to string together all of these milestone moments of Hank's last 10 years of his life and make it compelling above and beyond the fact that his catchy country songs were successful. The film also doesn't really inspire us in the viewing audience by truly explaining what drove Hank to write the songs in the first place, other than perhaps having Audrey there to allude to herself as being his muse. The lyrics, mostly about relationships, could certainly have been woven into the thematic fabric of his own story, but we don't even get to see him write the songs. They just seem to magically be there for him to sing when he takes the stage. Instead, we get momentary interludes of Hank Williams on stage, sometimes in good health, sometimes not, having no particular significance to us in the moment other than to enjoy the movie's covers of Hank's greatest hits. 
The same thing could be said of what makes Hank Williams do anything in the film, such as what inspired him to become a musician to begin with, what made him fall in love with Audrey or remain in love with her, or any other woman in this film. Much is made of Hank Williams having a dark side, but even that seems to be not particularly novel. He drank to excess, he chased quite a few skirts, but that seems to be the story of just about every music biopic that Hollywood churns out. There's a scene of drunken Hank Williams with a gun, but when you find out he's just doing target practice on empty battles in the backyard while drinking, you wonder why this is even shown. You know, they try to contrive it into just another reason for Audrey to want to walk out on the marriage. Off the stage, all we really see are these inner demons, making it hard to see the light side of Hank Williams, which is kind of ironic given that the film is called I Saw the Light. The acting is also a double-edged sword. Tom Hiddleston and Elizabeth Olsen are fine actors in the right roles, and they do a commendable job here. They perform their singing parts well enough to be credible, or in Audrey's case, not so credible. But they seem to be too modern-day in their physiques to buy as 1940s country folk, and their southern twangs, while not really bad for thespians who originally hail from London or Los Angeles, respectively, they seem unnatural, and that further emphasizes the artifice and the art of this film. At no time can one look at Tom Hiddleston in this movie, and who's clearly in his mid-30s trying to play a man mostly in his early to mid-20s, and say, there's Hank Williams. And I think that's a big part of why the movie can't really find a way to settle into a comfortable groove to get us on board with what plays out. The film also feels like it's curiously missing an ending. Many parts of the narrative are tied together through some sort of poorly shot talking head interview with Hank Williams' music publisher, Fred Rose, played by Bradley Whitford. He's there mostly to describe to us what's going on in Hank's life during these moments, which is kind of curious given that we don't get to actually see a lot of these things in the two-hour movie that should have really shown these events firsthand. These bridging elements curiously feel like they're band-aids that were made after the fact that were placed there to hold a troubled production together. You know, Hank Williams had a short life. He died at the age of 29 in a manner that's only mentioned in a verbal statement from causes alluded to but not really mentioned by the movie. He died of a heart attack, mostly due to the combination of drugs and alcohol that he was overusing. Because of all of this, it's a very choppy film that's full of many moments that often seem slapped together in a manner where the pieces don't quite fit together and some of the pieces are missing altogether, and that never allows us to admire a complete picture of Hank Williams as a man or of his life to walk away satisfied from the film. At the end of the movie, Hank Williams remains what he was probably to a lot of people in life, an enigma. The film rarely gives us any insight on the genius of his approach to music, what the passion was that drove him to success, or where the character flaws that saw him take a great deal of what he built up for granted comes from. While Hank Williams' music will live on indefinitely, I presume, this biopic is probably going to be, unfortunately, largely forgotten within a month after its theatrical run. Like a well-worn Hank Williams LP pressed from the 1940s, there are too many scratches too many pops, too many skips in the record to be able to get truly lost in the beautiful and emotional spirit of his mournful ballad. I'm giving I Saw the Light 
two and a half stars out of four. And two and a half stars on my scale means that it had the tools, it had the talent to be a worthwhile film, but I do think that it falls short. So unless you're a hardcore fan of the actors, especially Tom Hiddleston, or you're just curious about Hank Williams' life enough to sit through another interpretation, two and a half stars for I Saw the Light. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the review. If you did, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button, and you'll be able to download all of my film reviews throughout the course of the year. If you happen to be on iTunes or any place else where you can leave a review for other people to read about what you think of the show, please do so, because word of mouth is the best way that we can build an audience for this show and to keep it going for many years to come, hopefully. Until next time, thank you for listening, and I hope that you enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies and that the Quipster Film Review Podcast can become part of that process. 